this week it's Snatch, Snatch Game. Game. Honey, they came in their, they're not wearing sunny boots, they're wearing shady boots this week. Shady boots, boots. And we learn all about being shady behind our sisters' backs. Mm-hmm. And we see one of the most respected fabrics, sequin dot fabric. That's right. Now I'm going to take my lipstick off and we're going to get right into this episode. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hard ice. <sighs> I'm Mr. Cold Miser. I'm Mr. Snow. <laughs> um, everything that I touch turns to ice in my clutch. <laughs> I've got ice in my clutch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single dang episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Judge Number Eight, Willem. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm still in pageant mode. I'm sorry. The hateful eight. <laughs> the hateful eight. Oh, you 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 saw my scores, huh? No, I did not. I stay out of it. Oh, Lola, Lola was kind enough emotional. to. She was kind enough to correct me. She said, uh, "You gave a three. You know this is out of twenty, right?" And I said, "Yeah, make it a two. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to talk about that at another time. Maybe on the hot gossiping. I would like to get into some serious analysis. Um. Yeah. Definitely. Page analysis. Paginalysis, because it really is, there's a whole, like, there's a whole, like, theory and, like, it, it's like analyzing a sports game. Um, and it's it'll be really interesting to see um, how it all shake down. And I'm just, I have to say, you know, we the pageant was yesterday. Um, and I'm just so grateful to everybody who made it happen and everybody who tuned in. Congratulations to our crowned winner, Tenderoni from Chicago. Tenderoni put on a good goddamn show. That mix, everybody was entertained. Yeah. Loved it. So good. So so wonderful. Everybody, everybody brought it. There were no clunkers. There were no clunkers. No. And bitch, he needs to steal um, Little Miss uh, Maureen's green screen idea and do it with that suit because i was like does he not know that that suit could do that tenderone could definitely do that girl i've been changing my green clothes to every which color you can imagine for years (laughs) that is my standby i've seen your green clothes they're gangrene That is my go-to. We'll be talking more in depth about the pageant on Hot Goss this week. But you know what? We there is this show called RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have That's you heard fun. about the? Have you watched the RuPaul? Oh, are you're you, on the you're on the RuPaul. Um, are you on RuPaul? Race, you're a racer, racer, racer girl. Oh my god, I love RuPaul. I've seen every episode. Which one are you? I love that RuPaul. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe. That one is so beautiful. That one drag queen, what's her name? Black hair. Oh, Michelle. Michelle. Beautiful. <laughs> Couldn't even tell. Could not even tell. She wasn't born that way. Um, last week, we had a special COVID documentary special uh, with our orange-lipped beauties. And now yeah. we are back into the competition episodes. And on episode eight, just to recap, the maxi challenge was a rusical, which Rosé won, and Candy and Simone did... The lip sync. We had a double Shantae from Rue, which means this week there are nine queens left and only one snatch to snatch. That's right. And we dive right in with Candy being told, uh, well, she has just survived. She just got the Candy Muse save. She's a survivor (laughs) with the heart of a fighter. I'm a survivor. Uh... 
uh, and she said, you know, there's nothing more heart wrenching than that moment. And I can imagine I'm, she went through the range of emotions of really thinking she was going home and then coming back from the brink. When you, when you lost, um, did anyone tell you to leave the stage or did you just know I should move at this point because I did not win? I mean, it did happen to you once. So what I... was that like? Was that just like, no, oh, like fading back into the hedges like Homer? No, I cried and screamed and threw a fit because I was in a hotel suite. No, well, no, I mean, it never, it never really happened. Oh, yeah, because it was all filmed, right? We knew it was going to be a, you know. You didn't have a live crowning like season four did at all, though? Because we filmed three endings and then all three girls were on stage and nobody really knew who which ending was going to play. And then they crowned Sharon. Hmm. So... Well, but that was still at a live finale. So it was like acting. I mean, I, when I had to act not winning, like we did for All Stars, we filmed different endings for All Stars. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was very gracious in my acting. How wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Um, I was very gracious. Denali is annoyed that um, all these girls are still here. Um, Some of the girls are talking about winner circles. These bottom three last week's were those queens. All the winner circle girls were mm-hmm. in the bottom last week. Mm-hmm. So clearly they aren't all winners to her anymore. Does that, I guess it was weighing on people's minds in, in the season. I mean, to me, I'm like, that seems so long ago. The competition has been shaken up and switched and turned and twisted. Like, I don't, I'm not thinking of this in terms of teams, but they probably break off into friend groups and they're like, because that naturally happens when you get a bunch of drag queens together. It, mm-hmm. it does happen. Yeah. Um, so she's feeling that. Rose says the winner's circle is dead. New York is dead. Oh my God. Here I am smoking by a window. I'm so bored I could die. She was a good judge. <laughs> Krista Johnston. She was my favorite. Um, so the next day, RuPaul comes into the workroom. And yep. uh, do you want the raisinets or uh, red vine? No, we'll have good and plenty. I'll have the good and plenty because they look like pills. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this zoo. I don't like good and plenty, actually. They're good not my favorite candy. No, me neither. I can eat They're- like one of the good and plenties, but like another one, I'm like, oh, that's the one I don't like. Yeah. They're um, not good, and I've had plenty. I've had plenty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love the suit. This is uh, so cool. And it's perfect for Snatch Game because it is that sort of like 60s That mod, 60s mod. moment. Yeah. And then there's mod. <laughs> so the mini challenge before we get the Snatch is the girls have to create a punk drag mm-hmm. look for their audition for their new band, The Panty Hose. And this is inspired by Rue's punk band, The Wee Wee Pole, which was... Um, which you can see her in the mohawk and the football shoulder pads and the jock so strap. Very, cool. very punk, very cool, so very cool. New York um, 84 type of thing. Um, <laughs> these girls are using tights and leggings provided by Snag Tights. That's Snag Tights. Who would name your tights Snag Tights? That's like calling your pantyhose ripped pantyhose. It's like the opposite of what you want to happen. You Was know, there no marketing? It's wild because I, you know, I've been I've been calling Leg Avenue snag tights because as soon as you take them out of the package, they get mm. snagged on the cardboard and they're ruined. They get you, snagged on the plastic when you take them out. They really do. So I don't know what is up with that name, but you know what? We're talking about it. And I guess mm-hmm. I guess it works. And, uh, they, and they gave uh, $2,500 to the winner of the challenge. So they must have some coins. May have minty. This, this song is called Rocket Baby. Rocket Baby. I I've heard this song. It's from one of RuPaul's albums. And it's, Are you okay? No, it's good. Uh, it's, oh. it's a fun, uh, you know, upbeat kind of. It's about being a rebel. It's not the. I, she already did that song. She did Hey Girl, Get Your Rebel On. Get Your Rebel On. This will never be a runway song. Um, no. But Rue does do a high kick and she's still got it, bitch. Baby, she's got extension. She's got... I bet she could drop into a split, and I'm not even joking. I wish she'd split. (laughs) Could you imagine the day when RuPaul is just like, I've had enough, and just drop into a split at the... 
Say hello to our fabulous guest judges. Oh, and bitch, check this out. <laughs> It'll be. <laughs> I think she'll she have, could she'll do have, it. No, she'll have Tina burn her legs, and there will be a, a an alphabet trap door in the floor. <laughs> that's what will happen. <laughs> the pit crew makes their triumphant return. Thank darling. God. We're down I... to two. They're falling like flies. They're still not in shoes, but thank God they have masks on. How in the age of COVID are you going on to a set with? Are you allowed to go on a set without shoes? I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe you could put a mask on your toes. That would be at least a little protection. <laughs> KN95. <laughs> um, Bruno has been on a bulking cycle, and I am not angry about it. Um, come, what come to Brazil. What? Bruno has had time on his hands and he is working it and pumping it. Brick shithouse. Honey, let me tell you, when he did the Esuna Passiva video, because he was my man candy for that, Uh Anthony's job on set was to oil him up and Anthony had to pay me that day. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony and Sonique, both of them were like, ooh, I'll hold the bottle. I was like, y'all are whores. I'd be doing it if it didn't have nails on because nail glue and oil don't mix. Um, I have a question about these drums, though. Are these the same drums that you used in your All-Stars 4 mole cameo moment? I mean, in all likelihood, it's very possible. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they pulled them out. They keep them around. I don't I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I just want to do with dicks. Pull them out, keep them around. Uh, um, right. Did, what, which of these face skinny looks were you featuring from the gals with the ripped up tights and the things? I really liked Candy Muse's look. I think she captured the moment. And Got Mick did a really, really cool, very punk Yeah, I liked Got Mick's, this. and I thought Rosé's was good, too. And Tina Burner, yeah, she, cool. she's, she just let it all hang out, and I, I give her props for that. Tina Burner's ass cheeks launched a thousand, a thousand ships. <laughs> um, the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just they launched kidding. the Coast Guard. They said, put something on. That was like the most viral uh, moment because, you know, they released the first 10 minutes. And so it was like, I just opened Instagram one random Wednesday <laughs> and it was just Tina Burner's ass cheeks were everywhere. So good on you, Tina. It's shake and quake. And I didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she, Tina Burner won $2,500. Um, she did she that, did. and the maxi challenge is announced as Snatch Game, and yes. they're very direct. Rue says, "Make Rue laugh." That's the only goal. <laughs> that is the, that make is, me laugh. Is, you know? It is the goal. Yes. Uh, do you think that queens really are? Because Candy muses that the ju- that you are judged for the rest of your career on how you did on Snatch Game. Do you find that to be the case? You know, um, you said you said you don't. I do. Oh, I, mean, I, def- if, I definitely do. It, it's yeah. one of those moments. It's a long-form improv challenge, and I think it shows yeah. a lot about what you can do off the cuff and on stage with a mic. You know, like Lawrence Chaney, super-duper funny, but kind of bombed the snatch game. And for right. that alone, I'd, I'd rather give it to Bimini, you know, just because they're neck and neck. But for this one, I feel like you can do bad on snatch, and it can be forgotten as long as it was an earlier season. Nowadays, it's like... <laughs> Nowadays it can't happen, but I feel like all I feel like if you look at the past winners of Drag Race and the franchise, all of them have done probably top three in Snatch Game. They've well, all been right. How soon we forget Evie Oddly's Whoopi Goldberg? On I said the Snatch I game. said most. Right, I do. It's not a hard fast rule, uh. But I well, think we can know. we can figure it out from the beginning. BB, who she didn't have snatch game. Second season was um Tyra and she did Beyonce badly, I think. Bad. Bad. She got she was in yeah, she did. Tatiana Booker once <laughs> Tatiana was season two or three. She, she was two. But Raja did two. well as Raja was Tyra. Uh season four, Sharon, me and Chad top. Sharon won. Season five, I Sharon feel like Jinx one. won. Um, season six, um, don't remember. Maybe Ben or Bianca. Bianca ben. won the season, but uh, Bianca did well as Judge Judy. 
Yeah, I just feel like the top girls like know their way around a snatch and make and bantering with someone because that's all it is. This is just a banter game. <laughs> Violet Chachki was Alyssa Edwards. That was funny. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was good. Bob was Carol Channing, I think, and somebody she else took it. She won. She it. was sickening. Number ten was Aquarius year. Was she Melania? And did she win? Uh, she did good. I I can't remember if she won, but she did good. She might have won. Um, eleven was Evie Oddly. Evie Oddly. Twelve was Welcome Gigi to the View. Good. Welcome to the View. Welcome to the View. Welcome to the View. Welcome to the View. That's my Whoopi Goldberg impression. I feel like twelve was either Gigi or Jada, maybe, and both of them did well. Right. It, Snatch Game is a barometer for doing well in the competition. It's one of the major challenges, and yes. that's all we're saying. I think. Don't make us do the math. Well, all I'm saying right now is we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Give a twirl, give a twirl. <laughs> well, we'll take a break on that one. <laughs> give a twirl, give a twirl. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. So you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 50 at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Uh, we are, we are back with a vengeance and the girls are getting ready in the workroom and some of the, some of the dolls are talking about who they're going to be doing. Um, Candy Muse is doing Patrick Star head wrap, you know, uh, scarf mm-hmm. and everything. Um, Denali is doing Jonathan Van Ness. Brilliant. <laughs> Utica has this. I love this wig. It's uh, it's an, it's very Bob, you. Thank you. It's a Bob <laughs> Ross wig made out of squirrels, wow. and everybody everybody is like side eyeing it, front eyeing it, back eyeing it. Um, it and it makes sense what she says. She's very conscious about like not offending people. I think this whole season she's been and she doesn't want to appropriate any hairstyles. But like, 
RuPaul said it that white people have like Art Garfunkel has an afro. When my hair's short, honey, it frizzes out into a fro. If it's like because it grows out before it grows down, you know how curly hair goes sometimes. I do. White, it, Bob Ross had a fro. People have fros. Yeah, and it it was. I mean, it was a style as well uh, that has been that has been used. Uh, like I remember, my dad had a perm to get yeah. hair like that. Like <sighs> when I was like a baby. Uh, luckily, that was a short-lived phase. But but I wonder. Is that cultural appropriation, my dad getting a perm to have that Bob Ross hair? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure because, like, the, the, the white people froze that I've seen on, like, me and the Art Garfunkel, like, it's Na- not... Natural? It's not as, um, like, what's the word? It's not as, m- when mine does it, it's more of a frizzle-frazzle and it's not a tight curl as it would be with an African-American, like, 4C pattern, like a picked-out mm, version of that. Right. So, like, I, I'm i I'm really not sure. I wore two afros in my promo because I wanted to, you know, just have big hair. And it, yeah. it was kind of like my hair if I didn't bleach it and straight iron the fuck out of it back right. then. So, like, I was... I didn't feel bad about it. I do understand times are changing, and I'm glad Utica had the sense to think about that at least because she could have been crucified. You know, she, I think she was going to be damned if she did damned if she didn't either way. Well, we'll see how that turns out when we get to snatch game. <laughs> Queen um, of damned. God, God <laughs> Mick is uh, deciding to do Paris Hilton. Someone she knows personally. Uh, mm. Rose is doing Mary Queen of Scots. Candy says, what's that? <laughs> is that like an Ireland accent? Oh, no, I, I, Ireland accent. Is that a thing? What? Uh, candy, now Candy's pissing off the Scottish and the Irish. Girl, by she ain't got no, go, no Glasgow geeks. <laughs> <laughs> She's not welcome. They said they're going to deny her at the border. <laughs> She's going to say, but wait, I'm an art student. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you- what, weren't you the one who didn't know the difference between <laughs> Scotland and Ireland? <laughs> Denied. <laughs> She's going to smuggle herself in in a, in a sheep's belly. Girl, yes. Haggis Muse. Um, uh, Haggis Rue, Muse. Rue comes in, pops in to do a little walkthrough, a little chit-chat around. Little chit-chats. And uh, Elliot mentions that he's doing Rue McClanahan. Now, um, more like Rude McClanahan. Um, Rude the day McClanahan. Now, if she rude the day, she, she made this choice. Yeah. The, this uh so RuPaul's like I have seen every episode of the Golden Girls at least twenty five times. And Elliot's like I've my my boy my boyfriend watches it. Um, I I've seen I've seen it. I'm I'm catching up to you. I I've I've I've, I've seen that. Yeah, I, I like the I like the old one. Did you know? <laughs> did you know that the old one was actually the youngest? Did you know that? The most basic, like she uh, wasn't Sunday the youngest. People say that all the time. So Sophia fucking was not the youngest. Wasn't she the as, second youngest? As still getting yes, the youngest. Uh, the youngest was uh, Rue McClanahan. She she was youngest, but it was remarkable because Sophia, the actress playing Sophia, was younger than the the person that, who played her daughter. So that that was. It is an interesting factoid, but it's also, um, it's like uh, beginner's Golden Girls. And RuPaul <laughs> is the boss level. Honey, there Girls. there is blood in the water as soon as Elliot <laughs> says he's doing Ru to RuPaul. Because she's just like, there's going to be only one Ru on this set, honey, and it ain't going to be you. That's it's basically what... My... <laughs> um, Elliot says, though, it's worth the risk, and we'll see how that pans out. Um... Simone doing Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. Um, brilliant. <laughs> so funny. So great. And I like that Rue asks, are you worried about people being offended? And she said, no. And if they are, good. You know? Because, like, right. I feel like she's saying what drag queens have been saying for years. Like, this is how we we can offend people through our art and stuff. And we are artists and we can do that. Like, you know, stop trying to cancel Eminem for something he did in 1992. Right, and We're you artists. can, yeah, and and uh, RuPaul warns Simone, don't uh, uh, you can be reverent, but still like you know make it funny. Don't yeah. don't let your reverence get in the way of your comedy. Like, oh, I'm 
I'm, I'm doing, uh, who was the, uh, oh, I think Detox was like, I'm doing Kesha. I don't want to make fun of her. (laughs) Yeah, you need to go there or not go there. RuPaul says, uh, oh, oh, I love this person. Oh, oh, I love Britney too much. I love Lady Gaga. I love Christina. No, has anyone done Christina on the Satch game? That would be a hard one. Not that I know of. You just That'd be too hard. <laughs> you just, <laughs> but they wouldn't use it because it's too <laughs> close to a real song, and they cut they cut out musical shit. Mm. <laughs> give a twirl! Give a twirl! <laughs> All that. And Elliot has to say, "I'm doing Rue McClanahan when she's actually doing Blanche." Yeah, because right. you can't do copyright TV characters. It's the reason I couldn't do Smurfette my year, um, right. which, which saved me a lot of blue paint and a lot of work. <laughs> um, Utica. Ah! <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Hey! When, <laughs> when Christina d- does her show in <laughs> Vegas, uh, when she did she did her concert, at the when she started the beginning of that song, Ain't No Other Man, mm-hmm. she went up to the audience and went, do you want to sing the first note for me? And she like, let people, and so the audience just was like, <laughs> and then she was like, oh, how about you? Do you want to try? <laughs> and then Sound Christina like a does that and just blows the walls off the place. She's so good. I love her. Has she been a judge yet? Yeah. She did a, a, a whole first episode. Uh, illusion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very that. Uh, we talked a little bit about Utica and and doing the Bob Ross. Uh, Tinta Burnter is so nervous in her walkthrough with RuPaul. It's weird because she's so see, and she talks about it a little bit, but like seeing her so confident on stage in New York, yeah. I've seen her like own a room, and she does it from mm-hmm. the shoulders up. And honey, she's all shoulders because like in New York bars, that's all <laughs> you can see. Deep shoulder action. Deep shoulder action. You can see from about the nipple up, and she can command a room. Um, she can. So she's seeing her, of, RuPaul's terrifying. No, she's not. She's just a drag queen. She's not scared. She's, I'm not scared of her. It's easy to be intimidated by RuPaul. He's well, impo- if you just remember imposing. that she's just a drag queen, it's not hard. Yeah, and the true. fact that Tina's letting her get in her head, that's, you know, her fault. Um, Tina now, did is you not- ever do uh, Jennifer Coolidge? Uh, n- no, but I got I got kind of yelled at by her once. <gasps> Jennifer Coolidge yelled at you? Why? Yeah, yeah. I was I was in a fitting for American Wedding and they upgraded you were throwing me. throwing a fitting. Shut up. <laughs> they upgraded me um, from an extra to like a speaking part and oh. they wanted to change my outfit. So I went down to wardrobe and they like put me in this cute little Hervé Léger dress and mm-hmm. she came in the wardrobe trailer and then she looked at me and then went straight out of the wardrobe trailer and apparently they were trying me in one of her dresses. Ooh. Like one of, that Ooh. were for her character or whatever and i was told to take off that dress very quickly they went to santi alley got a new dress sewed me in it real quick they wanted something a little tight and skimpy um and they did that but like she was not happy and i heard the words from outside the trailer wow that's that's iconic yeah it was kind of fun too i was like oh okay this is hollywood but um now uh, doesn't even remember her doing Jennifer right, exactly. Uh, it is a it is a very uh, often done audition tape character that no one uh, has done fully on the show yet. I'm sure it'll happen. It's so uh, strange though to see Tina bring over that wig, which looks like fucking Margaret Thatcher. Girl, it's again, another lady. white another white person with an afro, Richard. Like I worked out with him for years, right? And sure, she uses a little color spray and a little action here and there, but like her hair was frizzle frazzled dippity do curls yeah and it picked out into like a perfect little fro so that wasn't a perm um yeah. i don't know why she chose this hair other than she had it maybe <laughs> you know Eth- i think she looked great as ethel merman i thought i thought she looked amazing um oh so you're you're doing someone who isn't famous olivia you're Tabitha doing- brown she's just a woman she's a woman Oh, you're, oh! You're not doing a celebrity. That's an interesting choice. Oh wait, you're saying I worked with her in one of my many commercials for uh, uh, a lower end brand. What is that? Girl. New Army, Old Navy. Oh, I'm sorry, Old Navy. New Army. It. 
Uh, well, I mean, it's a choice to do someone that RuPaul has never heard of. And I think RuPaul absolutely hates when things like this happen because because RuPaul is very knowledgeable about pop culture. And so if you choose somebody that RuPaul's never heard of, you got a pop chip. Yeah, right. Yeah. She pop, has a chip on her filter. shoulder from the start. She's like, I told you I didn't like this. I'm not laughing. <laughs> pop secret. Did you see uh, online what Olivia's first choice was? Olivia's first choice was what? Rachel Dolezal, which would have been amazing, but they wouldn't let her do oh, it for some shit. reason. So it, I don't understand why they're just trying to handicap dolls left and right either. Like, what's well, wrong with doing Rachel Dolezal? Nothing. She's a public figure. She's in the she's in the world. Like, I, you know, I, I don't, and you know, I. And, I and mean, here's here's I would have th- liked to see it. I hope she posts it on the tick. Drop it on the TikTok, Olivia. Drop it on the TikTok. Drop it. We want to see it, Olivia. Please show show us what I you would have done, Olivia. If you're listening, just answer all the questions from Snatch Game, but do it as Rachel, please. And then we'll be the judges of it, and we may send you twenty five dollars, courtesy of Michael Levine's fabric wall from two thousand and. Wow, confetti dog. We'll be right we'll be right back after this break and we'll get into some more environments. (laughs) Aren't they called landscapes? Environment. Environments. What is the most pressing issue facing the world today? Environment. back come on down it's everybody's favorite game it's the snatch game our first contestant is season two runner up and all stars also ran raven ravon looking great as sort of a showgirl kind of feathery moment looking fabulous wait what was that one documentary about those whales in captivity blackfish that's it blackfish um and our second contestant is not uh, here. Pork Chop Parker. Oh right. Can pork we get can we get, a, can we get a, a 1080 ETA on Pork Chop, please? Where is she? I had to get my COVID test. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> God bless them for bringing back Pork Chop, who's such an icon and such a referenced figure in the world of drag race, and she finally gets a chance to come back in and compete. In her own way. Honey, they had her doing concessions in the pork chop lounge. You didn't see her? (laughs) They gave all the girls two tickets. Some got nachos. Some got drinks. Candy. She's she's been doing great. (laughs) Cigarettes. Condoms. Cigarettes. (laughs) Um, Pork chop looking lovely. And we just, it's our tradition. We watch the movie pageant. Uh, uh, around the time of doing Drag Queen of the Year, and Pork Chop is one of the featured contestants in pageant. She is a lovely light of a human being and a drag mm-hmm. queen, and really, really amazing. Um, who stood out for you? My favorites for Snatch Game were definitely uh, Simone and Cade. They were the ones that made me laugh the most. Mm-hmm. Um, so funny. Who sat next to Olivia? Uh, Elliot with yeah, five can- T's. Candy was and funny Denali. too. Candy was funny and Denali were funny. Um, but as someone who kind of like, I don't know Patrick Starr, but I've been around him enough and watched his videos. Candy was candy. Candy was candy. Candy was candy. And that was perfect. I was not mad. Uh, I laughed. Not uh, mad. Den- so funny. Denali. I mean, I've, I've, I did a video with Jonathan and Denali had him. If I shut my eyes, that was exactly how Jonathan talks, you know? So. So funny, so good, really, really beautifully done by Denali. I really appreciated. I, you her. saw the prep that went into it. You saw yeah. her knowing those exact quotes. The exact quotes were kind of what hurt uh, Elliot because he had a general uh, knowledge <laughs> of the character. It felt like, but he had none of the no. exact quotes, and he must he have said, have "Gentleman, a friend." Knowledge and nothing. He didn't have he, a general knowledge and nothing. Uh, he, and he misspelled Lanai. Okay. It's L-A-N-A-I. Not L-A-N-I-E accent. You didn't like her accent goo? No, I did not. And 
And I don't want anyone to go out there and bully Elliot. I'm sure she feels shit enough as it is, having just been kicked off Drag Race. And some of the girls, some of the girls, some of the girls out there are getting horribly bullied, whether they're on UK or this season or whatever, horribly bullied online to the point where it's causing them severe distress. So just let's be a fucking little nicer to our game show, our Super Bowl, our um, sports stars. You know what? Okay. I, I'm I'm not exactly in that same camp with you because I feel like when you do this show, you put yourself out there and you risk a lot to get a lot. And if you do stuff that people don't like and they're offended by it and then they talk about it and you don't like it, you have the option to log the fuck off. You and do have the option. And if you're not doing that, you're allowing it into your life. And I, I understand. I read with you on that. I read Elliot's EW um, exit interview and having to having to explain the the time that he used the word aggressive like about mm. Simone's dragon mm-hmm. stuff, like you you chose that word and now trying to explain right. it and say that you meant something else about it. Sure, thank you for that, but that doesn't mean we have to accept that or like it. And also the fact that you had other microaggressions while you were in the workroom, which mm. made people not mm-hmm. like you, that mm-hmm. that comes into play too because they didn't show everything that we know happened. Um, right. So I'm I'm okay with being fair and balanced about this, but like if his mental health is at stake, he needs to log the hell off because you you tried your best, and he said that he was trying to make everybody like him, and maybe that wasn't the best way to go about things. So I understand it, but she was definitely um, floppyana in this. This was it. It just reeked of being unprepared when it's one of the easiest challenges to prepare for. All you had to do was write down right. exact quotes that she said. So I have no sympathy. And she, yeah, period. Um. Uh, well, I am a little plucked because my, one of my backup characters was going to be Rue McClanahan from the Golden Girls. It for, still could be. I mean, they let someone when, do Paris twice. For when I inevitably go back to the all-winners season, the rumor mill is stirring. I'm waiting for the call. I am waiting for the call. I'm so excited. Do they it's have gonna happen number? someday. It's going to happen someday, and I'll, I have characters ready to go. I'm going to do Jennifer Coolidge. I'm going to do... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do... RuPaul. Uh, RuPaul. Who is the, I'm going to do Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, it's just going to be, it's going to be phenomenal. Um, Did you see a couple of the queens interacting with Kennedy about playing a man on Snatch Game? Kennedy did Little Richard, right? Right, and that was sort of the first time. Like, Ben Ben did a a male character on All Stars, but then like there was a lot of conversation. Kennedy was like, see? It's funny. <laughs> See, it 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 can work. I yeah. I think that we saw this year it was a mix up of, you know, male presenting and kind of women presenting and in between presenting and it was, you know, the world didn't collapse as we know it. It went great. It was funny. Now, it was good. I have a question. When a girl does not do well, what do you say to her after a show? I usually say, "Did you have fun? Did you have fun out there?" <laughs> It seems like some of the girls were um, disingenuous with their comments to the girls that did poorly. Um, Rosé says the girls are delusional, frankly. Um, but I guess one of the, which which of the girls? Oh, Shut Utica said that um, Olivia Shut did good after the show, but then the next day in the mirror, she's like, "I think she's in trouble." But I I don't see her saying is I think she's in trouble as she did bad. Like, she's just saying she didn't do as well as everybody else, maybe. You know? And she's saying, I think she's going to lip sync. So, but Olivia heard it and was like, excuse me, I can hear you. I have two ears and they're close to you. But Denali also said Utica was Flopiana, too. Right. Uh, You know, uh, first... Before we get into this, I have to say, uh, Rose was amazing doing her Lawrence Cheney impression on the Snatch Game. <laughs> She's definitely an honorable mention. She was really, really good. Um, you know, uh, you sometimes you you do um, 
you do give a give a comment to someone to spare their feelings. Maybe that happened with Utica. Maybe she's a viper and we should get on Twitter and tell her to kill herself. I don't know. I mean, I don't think we should. I, I don't know uh, what happened with all this, but but the the cast is starting to uh, kind of feel like uh, Utica uh, has has two faces and sometimes they see one and sometimes they see another um uh, depends if she has her boy brow on or not i think that- <laughs> frankly um have have you ever told me i did a good job and didn't mean it uh yes i i'm extremely disingenuous i do i mean you know, actually, and Ray's Chaser listeners, we have to just, you know, I, I don't mean to pull back the curtain, but uh, as soon as the microphones are down on Ray's Chaser, Willem and I, we we uh, fight and we yeah. are shady. I, I don't uh, like her. Big Dipper, are we on a break? Uh, Yeah. Right okay, now, thank clear. you. We're clear. All right, Willem, here's a list of reads. Uh, <laughs> here, here I, these didn't make the cut. For the roast, uh, r- read number one. You're an ugly cunt. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, okay. Uh, What'd you get for dinner? <laughs> what? Hand me over that California pizza kitchen over there. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I, 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 I want to meet the Utica, who's a raging bitch off camera. Yeah. I want to meet her. I love sunshine and rainbows as much as the next person, but I also love an evil bitch drag queen too. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna take a break and break and go out to the break with this song. I close my thighs, pull back the foreskin. <laughs> Please stick it all in to my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you played a Joseph, didn't you? Honey, I got played by many Josephs. Ooh, the Pharaoh, honey. Uh, no, I, I was Joseph, yes, but I, I wanted to be the narrator real bad. Mm. Um, uh, that yeah, not that's compared to my robe. <laughs> she <can laughs> many colors, all the colors. <laughs> Give her her robe. <laughs> um, we'll uh, we, I, you, I, I, we and the truth is, though. I often do, uh, I often give compliments regarding people's performances uh, or their looks, but I'm not being disingenuous. I really do see, I'm, I'm capable of seeing the value and like, and like the, the good in somebody's performance, even if, you know, the judges hated it or, or, you know, somebody else hated it. Mm -hmm. You always find some, some way to compliment them. Yes. Yeah. Because drag is hard. It can be, so wait, yeah. are we really going on a break? I was joking about the break just so I could do that I, Utica bit. Where I, I just saw zero, zero, so I thought we were on a break. Oh, well, I see 34. But, but maybe 32. different. Was, oh, before that, it was zero. It said, 30. It said two, zero, zero. It said two minutes. Oh, so I now I'm supposed just... to look at all the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> just tell me when my number is. Don't make I me th- read the numbers. <laughs> I think I we should... Sit in silence for 17 seconds. <laughs> or chew. Do you have any food? <laughs> what are you going to say, Dipper? <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm Oops, we're on a break. Bing, bang, bong. Sing, sang, song. Ding, ding, dong. UK Minute. We are proud to announce the following UK Minute featuring Manila and Latrice. It's Latrice Royale. And I'm Manila Luzon. And this is your UK Minute. On episode eight, the queens do their best mask for mask performance. Were any of these girls or, or guys a hit? <laughs> a myth, girl. A myth is. The queens had to put their comedy chops to the test in a stand up special. Did any of them deserve tomatoes thrown at them? 
They did, but there was no one to throw them oh, um, <laughs> in the audience. Imagine that. <laughs> also, we're joined with a very special guest. I heard her initials are DDC. Oh, yes, it's DDC on the BBC. We have Davina DeCampo. Yes, for more recaps of season two of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Check out The Chop every Tuesday here on the Mom Network. Wow. I, you know, I love The Chop. I love Drag Race UK. Girl, the girls are unraveling over there in the UK. <laughs> they are unraveling. Look, fucking Ellie Diamond put the show order together and ju- it was like, it was like, she did Bob Ross wearing an afro. It was so offensive to everyone. Honey, when Lawrence Cheney described the order as it should be a shit sandwich and like bluntly basically <laughs> so told serious. the three unfunny girls that they should be in the middle, I was like, that that is something that we say to each other, but we don't say to the girls' faces when they're in the middle. This is something that we keep to ourselves. Um, but Girl. I love that Lawrence Cheney is uh, is letting letting the little drag secrets slip. Like, she's like, uh, "You're like a daughter to me. How dare you do this? I'm so <laughs> disappointed in you." <laughs> I mean, she it, you would have thought she like punched her grandma in the face. It was so she was so offended by the running order of this show. It's like, girl, just make funny jokes. It doesn't matter where you go in the lineup. Yeah, um, it felt like uh, she was pressed before she even bought the button to press. <laughs> Baby, it was pressed, uh, heat pressed. Back to the UK, uh, or back to the back to the Fair Shores of America. Um, you can tell Elliot's about to go home because they're really getting all his story out right now. They're saying, Elliot, tell us about all your relatives that have come to see you in drag. Um, right. Yes, I her mean, grandpa that... came, brought a walker, turned it upside down. Four bottoms were really happy. <laughs> And they kept the tennis balls on for protection, um, which I find responsible. <laughs> now, Your parents have come to see you perform, right? Well, uh, at the pageant. Uh, my mom was watching, and my brother was watching, and oh, my I know. dad was watching. She said, let me watching. in, bitch. My mom uh, was really scandalized, though, and she was watching with my niece. And, uh, admittedly, and your brother. Your brother was texting me like that she, because he's like, are you in? Because we couldn't get in at first, and I was like, I was like, am I doing something wrong? I was. Um, but uh, Corey and your mom texted me a video of her screaming, let me in, bitch! <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> there, you, It was a little scandalous. And I am so... It just goes to show how desensitized I am to tits and ass and pussy talk and sucking dick jokes. I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, this is all ages. I feel like, yeah, all, all all ages with parental supervision. Does your family come to see you in drag? They do. Yeah, all the time. They they love it. Um, yeah. Uh, Denali's parents have never seen her in drag. Her mom uh. says it's like a bedroom thing or a kink. And I do, mm. when whenever straight people that are like far out of it kind of ask about drag, sometimes they relate it to like a sexual thing. Like a... yeah. But, like, you know, just because we're sexy. Uh, you know, and and I don't, you know, I think I fall somewhere in between. I don't find it, like, sexually appealing, but I do find it, like, spiritually appealing. Uh, donning sort of, you know, uh, feminine or, or effluvious garmentry. Like, I do enjoy Very my conviction. <laughs> I'm not, right, I'm not one of those queens who says, oh, this is just my business outfit. This is just my three-piece suit. I hate I hate all of this. I just do this for work. It's it's just my uniform. I'm I fall somewhere in between, you know, get putting it on to get my rocks off and mm-hmm. uh hating drag entirely. Simone mentioned that her mom um was like, Where was she? Because Simone comes out of her shell when she performs in drag. Did drag help you do that too? Or were, were you? Oh, definitely. Were, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and Rose's family has seen her perform and supports her in her career ever since she weaponized her BFA, which I appreciate. Yeah. So what is this whole conversation about the weaponization of the BFA? Have you heard about all that? I don't even know what BFA stands for. I know it's a degree of some sort, mm-hmm. right? 
Bachelor of Fine Arts. Well, I love a bachelor, so tell me more. Somebody tell me there's a bachelor. And I love it when they're fine, too. <laughs> okay, so when the question is, what kind of man are you into? You don't just say men over and over again. You say, I like a man with deep, dark eyes, cast iron picks, chi- thighs that could choke a bear, a butt you could eat breakfast off of. Oh, my God, it must be 120 degrees in here. That and then you spritz is- yourself with a spray bottle. That is the answer, you know, that yeah. Elliot did not have even a uh, map to. <laughs> um, Should well, we talk about the gowner tree? Yes, please. Can we the, please? Oh, Dipper's like, can we get on with this? This, this gown in the wide is so beautiful, but then you get up close and you're like, oh, sequin dot. <laughs> it is sequin dot. RuPaul is in the cheapest drag fabric that there is, but it's effective and beautiful. I'm not knocking her. I love this gown. And I love the color combo too. She She's is- long supported the, tra- the trains industry. <laughs> She's dressed as the circus tent from American Horror Story Circus. Oh. It's a cosplay. Um, no, I love this. I think she looks cool, and her and her hair is just gorgeous. She's got like a light blue slate contact in, and I thought she was wearing a blue bottom lash, which could have been from my line. And then I was like, "You're kidding yourself!" And I got up close to the it's TV and just possible. thought it was blue eyeshadow. No, it could it could happen. On the judging panel, we have Michelle Visage, Carson Cressley, and T. S. Madison is back again, honey. Back, 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 back again, and she is. Painted and lovely. She looks so gorgeous. So it was I, nice. It was so iconic. It was nice seeing her and untucked with the girls, like just kiki in and giving them advice and everything. Do you know that Fascinating Fascinators was a theme for All Stars and we didn't end up using it? So I had a fucking fascinator. My fascinator looked like Elliot's mm-hmm. fascinator. It was oh. one of those like feathery kind of things, but I was going to dress it like sort of like. Uh, the royal wedding kind of like mm-hmm. super hall, moment. very Kamor uh, Hall house. The first girl out on the runway is Miss Olivia Lux, and she is mm-hmm. giving this white patent leather lab coat um, and mad scientist meets model. I love the lip and the glove that match. It's like this aubergine, or is it grape? Uh, is a great Jean. I love the fascinator. It's an interesting take on this category, and she looks really cool. It's a it's a beautiful look. Um, Rose is a rose. Are they? Uh, she's baby, baby girl. She's still a flower, honey. Yes, delicate flower. Mm-hmm. Did you see Lala's Instagram post? She was going to do a rose too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she didn't get to bloom for us. She went home. Um, Utica. <laughs> Looks like uh, a picnic, uh, a picnic that came to life somehow. Like if yes. you put, if you planted some acid in the ground at a picnic, this was what would happen. <laughs> in Very that. The, it's the a great ants, look. The ants is the button. The button ants, so cute, so cute. The details are all there. It's whimsical. It's also fashion. Uh, I love it. I think it's a great look. Me too. Not mad at all. Uh, Simone Simonier is giving us just pure elegance. First of all, the look is beautiful. The fascinator is wild. And then she turns around and she says, I also have a very important message with this look. Yeah. Um, uh, It was really powerful and really beautifully done. Naomi Campbell did a white gown like this with um, some uh, red bullet holes like this on the front. Mm. I think maybe the CFDA awards a year or two ago, um, mm. and little intel on this, Howie built it. Wow. Did Howie do this? How Howie did this, yeah. Mark did the wow. hat, and Marco Monroe did the hat, and Howie did the dress. Shout out to Howie, killing it Hallelu. with the dolls. Howie Lou. <laughs> Howie Lou. <laughs> uh, uh, Got Mick is going back to her roots with the signature clown white face, Huge safety pin. This is, I mean, this is wild. It's a really cool, fun reference mm-hmm. and, and really gorgeous. This Gottmik look with the punk and the pins and the everything. Really nice. I, I see no way I could add to it as an improvement. Like she, 110%. It's amazing. Yeah, totally. Um, Denali comes out on fucking roller skates with a fucking... 
hot coffee pouring on her head. Uh, they were calling this a costume, but it's like no, it's no. It's obviously custom. It's not, it. It does. It looks like if it was cheaper, it could be a stripper bag costume, but it's obviously not. It's great. I loved this, and her dexterity on skates is really. I can we just can we all wake up and stop sleeping on motherfucking Denali, please? Can we wake up and just start sleeping with Denali? Because she would be great at a gangbang. She's so flexible. She can obviously hold three different things: put something in her hand, put something on her head, give her head, like with put her a leg up. Pot on her head, honey. She could do it all, Denali. We love her. Um, we do. Elliot is in an asymmetrical one-legged cat suit. He says he's a flamingo. Yes, uh, and the flamingo reference makes sense to me. I I feel like she was going for, like, really couture with this, but uh, there are a few elements that, that, didn't, that didn't take it there for me. Uh, the, the rhinestones on the leg and the arm, I think actually do a disservice to it because it, because if she's going for like really couture, I think the rhinestoning should be like gradiated mm-hmm. or not, or not there at all, or just a bare leg. I don't, I don't know. And the, the lip sort of disappeared and like washed her out and then changed her whole face. It, there are elements I like. I love the fascinator. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I like the sh- the the shoe. Um, Good. And I just feel like if she the present she she gave she didn't look happy to be there. And I understand like some run- some runway models look like they're giving like bitch in the wind face, but like <laughs> yeah. she didn't look like she was confident or wanted to be there. And bitch, if I saw all those other girls' outfits and I was wearing that, I would feel the same way. So I get that. But a little smile wouldn't have hurt it. And that washed out lip, you can only wear that lip on the day you get pumped. <laughs> if you have those size lips that it just disappeared we want to talk to you about Juvederm Plus we want to talk to you about Juvederm Plus we have a new sponsor here um, Tina Burner's all smiles what the f- wait why does she get why does she have this tiny little horse on her? <laughs> honey she's bigger than the horse I love this she what got a pony she what? she ha- she has a little tiny Patricia Field horse uh, Sex and City purse on her head. Why and- is it? If it's if you're good, if you're gonna do a, a miniature horse, then just do like a whole horse like galloping on your head. Why is it this weird stuffed animal tiny baby horse cartoon? Uh-huh. <laughs> the outfit is cool. The blue ribbon purse, gorge. Tina, if you're listening, please send that to me. I want that. That's so sickening. Candy has a houndstooth uh, layered look with a big old fascinator. Candy says- looks so cool. I love this. She She's doing like sculptural. It's large volume. And then, you know, and the, the black turtleneck and the black long sleeve underneath. To, at first, I was like, I don't think it needed that. Now, after watching it again, I'm like, I really like the place it takes it to. Yeah, the the hounds had like had that. teeth this week for sure. <laughs> the hounds have teeth. Um, the safe queens were declared as Simone, Tina Burner, and Candy Muse. Rue thanks Simone for her powerful message on the runway, mm-hmm. and we can yes. all agree that that was definitely necessary. Yes, um, but of course the girls are mad. Tina's plucked. <laughs> And why don't we take a break and then nope, uh, no is, breaks? This is number four. We- I'm calling OSHA. <laughs> We're all just supposed to work through lunch too now. There's a timer. Jesus Christ! You can see the timer. I can't see the timer. The outline blocks it. <laughs> and you're moving your computer. And I heard it. Okay, who who was who? We kind of talked about the judges' critiques, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely did. Michelle, um, I like that she always starts with a compliment. She'll tell you what I do like. She loves that Olivia gave an unexpected uh, look. You know, I think but- her hair looks gorgeous. That's about all I think looks gorgeous. That's <laughs> Michael Gord. Um Who really was, who really uh, got dog walked today? Um, Utica. Utica had, Utica. you know, mm-hmm. I think it was just, 
a little too smart for the room and it was the kind of thing that would have maybe been funny if it was edited quickly in a YouTube video. Yeah, that's but true. But it, it, wasn't, it wasn't right for that kind of broad slapstick, let's hit him with a funny and keep it rolling banter. It wasn't bantery at all. No, it wasn't. It was, it was sort of introverted and in its own world, which doesn't yeah. really play well. Um, and also, Eliatina, um, they, uh, they, they, uh, they, they were, uh, they found her look polarizing. Michelle was like, the more I look at it, the more I kind of understand. Uh, but the, but the snatch game was small and inaccurate. <laughs> That's what my review said when I was hooking. <laughs> <laughs> small and inaccurate. Damn. Uh, now, uh, what would the judges do if they were to do a Snatch Game character? Carson says Michelle Visage. <laughs> Michelle says That'd Rosie Perez. Funny. Okay. Rue says Pearl Bailey. Work. And uh, Madison says <laughs> Ursula the Sea Witch. I live. She says Fat Fish, think- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I just want Madison as a permanent judge. I mean, really, a, firm, a permanent fixture. Yeah. Uh, also, Rue does say to Gottmik, man, you turn it on this runway every friggin' time. That's true. I mean, it's true words. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I don't know where she gets her ideas, but they're brilliant. <laughs> Very brilliant. And it's no surprise that Gottmik Atina wins a cash prize of $5,000. I feel uh, like she's already won more than Miss Congeniality this year because she's up at 10 now. Girl, the cash prizes are rolling in, and I I love that aspect of it. They got the ducats this year for sure. Girl, the yes. bottom, The safe girls are Denali, Rosé, and Olivia, mm-hmm. which leaves the, the bottom two mm-hmm. as... Eliatina and Utica. And uh, I'm fascinated by your love, love boy. Uh, it's a fun lip sync. Yeah, honestly, I I was I was entertained. I loved uh, the energy, but I I feel like having it's a lip sync. You need to we need to see your lips, Elliot. Put on some <laughs> lipstick. Like you had she the chance to put on some lipstick. Look. She was trying to look. I've been through periods in my drag career where I just put good old foundation over the lips and said, "Let's go to town." You have uh, lips though. Uh, well, I I can't you say that i did at too. the time <laughs> they uh a 100 day sleep trial on these babies <laughs> they're, they're recalling the silicone the oh. product is recalled it's pulled from the shelves um uh so utica wins the lip sync and elliot says look mom i don't have to fly under the radar anymore i get to be a woman can i tell and- you though go ahead Sorry, what is that about? Because Lola said the same thing. And Dipper, you wrote this on the outline. Like, is that about like transitioning? I think it's just saying like, look, I made it to the biggest platform of drag ever. Um, look, my I did it. That type of thing. I'm a woman. The funniest yeah, thing. Yeah, that's that, how I read it. Yeah, that's oh, how okay. that's how I thought it. The funniest thing that Elliot did this episode was laugh at his own joke as he was leaving when he's like, Flamingo, go in Untucked. It was so funny. And like, it was one of those moments where I was like, I'm glad I he left on a positive note with me laughing because yeah. I, I do feel for him, but he gave us what he gave us, or she gave I us what she gave for us. You. Uh, did you watch Untucked this week? Sure did. Something sure happened. Did. Uh, T.S. Madison came in and uh, had a really nice chat with the dolls and said drag is not an identity it's an art form and i love that sentiment and i love that statement that was fierce yeah um i'm i'm just i'm just happy that uh they're sending girls home (laughs) you're pleased you're pleased (laughs) Um, about this yeah because like we've had 10 one two three four five six seven we've had like nine episodes this season i think or eight episodes and I feel like we should be further along and the girls are starting to get on each other's nerves. Like they're mad at you, you, Utica, who seems like one of the nicest peach pie girls. Utica, you said something during lunch the other day that all of the girls need to talk to you about. (laughs) Right before you lip sync too. 
I have ears and I'm right over here. <laughs> Why you talking shit, hoes? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, I, I, I knew you were there. <laughs> we're not talking shit about you, you silly little sunshine rainbow. That fucking whore. Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> um uh yeah i mean utica we i'm i'm interested to see how this uh, utica thing plays out uh and um uh i guess that's I all think, that happened in untuckers yeah i think we're actually played out and we're gonna um go <laughs> now so thank you so much for joining us on race chaser this week I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. And you can take a moment and leave us a rating, too, because those help. That's right. And you can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. And our Mom Podcast account is at Mom Podcast. Tune into that one for the look at the girl or so, for the uh, see something segment. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where you got to look. That's where you got to look. Some of the girls don't even look, but I do. Um, I do. There's also bonus content available. If you're at- not looking at at mom podcasts, you're only getting half the Shamala girls. <laughs> you're only getting the shump. <laughs> uh, there's bonus content available now at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can search for the race chaser content specifically by ha- using the hashtag race chaser. But just scroll down. You'll find them. It's not hard. And you can email us anytime at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And please wear a mask, wash your hands, socially distance yourself, and respect each other out in the world. Hallelujah. I like to get disrespected, honey. Environment. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.